0: Good morning, afternoon, and evening, folks, and welcome to DPS, the Drowning Pancakes and Sarah podcast. <sighs> hey, we talked about this. We're not doing a breakfast show. No, I don't care. Nobody cares that you like maple. Everybody likes maple. Can you just let me set up the show, please? This is a show about a group of friends that met online playing video games, discussing what's happening in the gaming space welcome to dudes playing stuff a space mafia podcast now on to the show
1: Are we count this as episode one or are we even count this as episode two? I mean, we had the pilot episode. I would
2: say episode two pilot okay. as as the first, just because the first went so well that like it's good enough to be episode one.
3: Yeah, I'll now now with the Empire Strikes Back.
2: <laughs>
1: OK, we're talking, are right, talking so Star Trek episode... again.
3: That's Star Trek, right? Yeah, it's Star Trek, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Somewhere well, out one of the pieces of feedback we people <laughs> off on
0: episode two. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: that's what we're gonna name this one: episode two, Star Trek: Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yes, well, wait, no, would go. it
1: be would it be episode two?
3: it the episode second one? Six, the Ra-
1: five, the Wrath of the Wrath of Khan's Empire, is that what it is?
3: Wrath of Khan's Empire, I like that. <laughs> Rod- Rodimus, make that the title when you post it. Wrath of Khan's yeah. Empire.
1: Wrath of Khan's Empire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, uh,
3: no, legit though One of the pieces of feedback we heard was People want a little more of an introduction So, why don't we start with danger And we'll circle around How about that?
1: Dun, dun, dun Yeah, um, yeah Apparently people wanted to know more about us Which is weird But um, I'll start off and say First uh, So, my name is Greg I live currently in the Cleveland area. Uh, I'm a data analyst for a Fortune company by day. Uh, Gamer and musician by night. Avid bowler. History nut. Um, That's it. (laughs) I like to be a mystery with a candy-coated shell of intrigue
2: so i don't want to dox myself too much but i like candy yeah when you said data analyst by day i was like superhero by night
3: i know i was so waiting for a batman pool there <laughs> i know
2: it's like oh is this, is this are you batman
3: oh, i'm batman <laughs> i'm batman <laughs> rachel or other jobs calling. that's right
2: <laughs> uh. so my name is dylan i live in charlotte north carolina i I am a gamer as well, as we all know. Um, I'm an avid snowboarder. Um, I am a technician for Mercedes-Benz. I have been for 10 years. And I insanely love this community that we built. And I hope that everyone listening enjoys all of our silly stories, stupid banter. I wish I could snowboard. I can
3: teach you. I taught RAF, okay? Yeah, but I migrated south to get away from all that cold stuff.
2: That's why you just travel north.
3: I understand. I do want to go rock climbing. I miss rock climbing, not being yeah. near uh, Crowders. Anyway, the voice you're hearing right now is Panda, a.k.a. My name is actually Ryan. Um, I live in Charleston, Port City, USA. Uh, I run a precision machine shop um, by day to steal <laughs> dangerous thunder there. And... Uh, I'm a hunter main by night. Um, Destiny's my main game. I dabble in zombies, and then whatever else comes about. And uh, I wear a bunch of weird, different hats. So, literally and figuratively.
1: And for those unable to see, because right now we we are using our cameras, but we're not we're not having a live audience yet. We're all wearing our recording hats.
3: That's right. Mine just so happens Actually to be a bowler. Actually, literally wearing hats.
2: <laughs> it's funny we have a bowler. Mine is just a regular ball cap. And then, Greg, what Greg. is yours? What is the name of that? Mine,
1: I call it a cabbie
2: hat. I don't know what the actual proper... like. So the I've, technical I've heard... term for that <laughs> here we is go. a
3: flat cap.
2: Here we go. There he is. We got the hat master uh-huh. over
3: there. That, that's uh-huh. a flat cap. I can't see how many panels you have, but it looks like a single panel from here. I think it's single. Yeah, that's a single uh, panel. Here. And I know, it looks think, sexy on you, but I have phones off. That looks great. Yeah, it's a single panel. It looks sexy. Is that the one you got? Uh, is that the one you got when you were visiting uh, the UK?
1: This is one of them. I bought two. I got a uh,
3: nice. one yeah, just we, wasn't good enough. It never well, is. Bro. You know,
2: <laughs>
1: ask me. I'll it, tell you. It's true. <laughs> yeah. I bought one. I brought a, a green one and a gray one. And I was like, I got it. And I had the one that Ryan got me, uh, Probably what a year ago now. I I brought that with me. and I was like, I can't have enough hats. And everywhere mm. we were walking around in England, particularly the countryside, everybody had these hats on. I'm like, well, I gotta blend in. So, fuck it. So I'll get
3: more. So, so so quick hat history with panda. The the flat cap <laughs> was actually known as the working man's cap. So the 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 higher echelon of higher society, it would always wear a a fedora or a bowler or a uh, top hat and your working class gentleman would wear a flat cap so that's where the flat cap came about and then it was popularized by the show Blinders for everyday use for current society but the reason they wear it is because they're the working class so there's your fun hat fact for the week learned something new today that's right That's right, Bill, are you still playing playing Power World? No. (laughs) No. You said that very definitively.
2: Well, okay, so a little triggered, actually. No. um, Last night, I helped co-host the Blueberry Lounge with uh, Sweaty Spooks. And Sweaty Spooks and Native Raider have started their own Power World podcast as well. And I'm not even going to plug it because I don't support it, okay? (laughs) I thought Blueberry Lounge was a Power World podcast. It's turning into it's one. Oh. Last night, last night I was I was like hovering over that leave chat button every time they're like, oh, Power World's the best world. Power World's the best world. And I am saying this because I'm just taking shots at Native and sweaty. No, I, I love those guys over there. It was a great time last night. Um, But <laughs> the Destiny 2 podcast did turn into a Power World podcast towards the end there. Now, did they not um,
3: start a Power World podcast?
2: They did. No, they did. They, they definitely did they're uh doing episode two here shortly or they already have or i'm just trying not to keep up with that so where's where your
3: where's what happened with your disconnect i thought you were like kind of enjoying it last week.
2: um so so when i started playing that um and i think i touched on this a little bit on the last episode but when i started playing Power world i got into it because they had like four person co-op or whatever And I wanted to play with other people that were getting it. You know, We all kind of got hyped about it. But the thing was is, you know, there's these pals and stuff and you can go catch them, kind of like Pokemon and stuff like that, but then it's a survival game. And I've never played a survival game before, so when I started playing that, I was a little overwhelmed with, like, how much you had to do a lot of the micromanagement. And I was like, dude, I just want to go catch these things and battle with them and shoot them and whatever you want to do with them, right? And it was the base management when you were doing stuff to like try to get resources and all this other stuff, and they were like, "Oh, they're not sanity. They don't. They have low sanity, or they're hungry, and you got to feed them." And then it's like, "I just want to go explore this world, but I can't because all of my people are unhappy at home, and I felt bad for them." And then <laughs> I was like,
3: "Wait, wait, wait! Did you say sanity?"
2: Yeah, they have a sanity level. All right. And, carry on. and, and, and <laughs> I just wanted to stop there and make sure it decreases. I heard that right. The sanity decreases the more they work <laughs> and the less breaks that they have. Okay. You're you have become a ranch manager at this point, And you're like, oh, these are all my employees. They're not happy. Let me make them happy. So what do you do? What do you guys think you do? You put a hot tub in the middle of your ranch so they can just chill out in it. And then their sanity goes back up. And I'm like. This has gotten out of hand. I don't. I, I'm not liking this anymore. And I was like, but I I was able to play with them, a couple times. Um, but the way that the multiplayer co-op, whatever you want to call it, is hosted. If the host leaves, then you have to leave too. So then you don't get to play anymore in that world that you just leveled up to level four, or and you built a house or something, and then Sounds it's just rude. gone. It's Sounds very rude. rude. Very rude. And, I mean, they had a bunch of problems first day and stuff like that. But, you know, after that, I got really rubbed the wrong way. And my OCD, ADHD, doesn't do well in survival games. I am playing another one, like I touched on in the last episode, in Shrouded, yeah. Because that's very take-it-at-your-own-pace and explore. Like, I literally logged on yesterday or last night and played for two hours just running around looting shit. That's all I did. And casting fireball spells at people and shooting them with bows, like it's because I wanted to.
3: (laughs) You think that's because you say run around looting, is you think that's because, um, we like looter shooters and it just scratches that looter itch?
2: It does, it does, and especially on that game, it incentivizes you for just exploring, like you know, in Destiny or Destiny 2. They, you know, you run through a thing, you get to the end, you have a chest or something like that, or even in a raid, every encounter has a chest. So you have like an objective and then you get rewarded. And, and in Shrouded, you just get rewarded for finding cool little like secret areas and stuff like that. Like there's going to be a gold chest at the end of it, or they have a whole puzzle spire that you work out your way all the way to the top. And each level has like a, a chest as you ascend it as well as, as long as you figure out the puzzle and get past the door, then you get rewarded. Um, so there's like, you could like that puzzle spire. You don't even have to fight anything. You're just dodging spikes and grappling and, you know, making sure your stamina is up so you can climb this wall, and like it's, it to me is really cool. It's just
3: the freedom of that game. So, are you guys, uh, you guys get into Destiny this week? I mean, I, know I that's just kind of our main game.
2: I just did the latest wish that came out today, and I'm good. I'm good for the week. I don't, I don't have to play anymore. Yeah, I did that last week. I did the
1: wish, and I was like, eh, I'm good. And I just, I turned the game off. I'll probably do the same thing this week.
2: Um, this week's easy. Is it, it? Yeah. It took us like 35 minutes. Well, granted, I did it with Kingsley and Cato, And I, actually, we just did that right before I came in here to record. <laughs> and you pop a tincture to get the ascendant like buff or whatever and you hop on the platforms and you grab seven of those secret chests that are on the ascendant platforms and then you're good. You just go right back tomorrow and grab your token. Oh that's it okay I know it took I so I know it took us thirty five minutes because the on our very last one the teacher ran out and we were actually on like a platform and we just fell through it. <laughs> we were, we were all laughing because we got <laughs> duped by these freaking platforms <laughs> on the very last one. And then we just bought one more grabbed it and we're like, all right, cool. We're do- we're good. Nice. So Very easy this week. Okay. Yeah. I'll probably do that and then take a break. I think,
1: I mean, not that I'm not like, I, if I got some free time, maybe I'll run like a strike or something just to kind of, you know,
2: you should Scratch. you should join me. You should join right. me tomorrow.
1: Tomorrow's uh, the open
2: beta for Skull and Bones. Maybe you should join. You should join a lot of us, actually.
3: <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm I'm probably gonna try and get in on that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in on this because they said now they they released it that you can carry over your progress into the game. And so, I know that. Helldivers 2 is coming out in two days. Yes. But now that I know that I can carry over my progress, I just, I already pre-purchased a Helldivers 2, but now I'm like, uh, I think I'm going to maybe not play that, and I know that's going to hurt Kill a Monkey's feelings because we have been hyping each other up a lot about Helldivers 2. But now that I know that that carries over from the beta, I'm like, ooh, I could get so much further along. <laughs> Yeah, once once we're done here, I'm gonna I'm gonna go download that. I gotta f- find it.
1: You can uh, preload it. You can preload it right now too. All right, now where are you preloading it from? Is it the X like the Xbox app or is it uh, from? No. So,
2: um, well, I mean, I'm on PC, so I did it through Ubisoft. But I know on Xbox and stuff like that. I think Ubisoft Connect is also on. I don't have a console, but it's from Ubisoft Connect, and you can preload it to whatever system that you have. And then it'll be ready for when the servers go live tomorrow. Um, I want to say. Hmm, where'd it go?
1: Did you be so, I think that's PlayStation. I'll check. I mean, I've, I've got both consoles, so I'll just.
2: And it's coming out for all consoles, you know, completely cross-platform. So. Okay.
3: Longest dev cycle ever.
2: <laughs> uh- Dude.
0: Six years. Right No. Mm-hmm.
1: What was the... I just saw something about this. The longest dev cycle for a game was Duke Nukem Forever,
3: I think. That one was, and that was a terrible game. Oh, it was an awful game. I think god-awful 11 game. years? I want to say it was like 11 years. It was terrible. I just remember the game was god-awful. So, y'all might not have played much of Destiny, but I went a little haywire this past week. You okay. were like in a raid every other day, weren't you?
1: That's good.
3: Bro, so Thursday night, you know, it's, it's Dungeon Night with the Scavengers, so Thursday night we took, uh, who was it, uh, Dr. Killinger, new community members, shout out to, yeah, shout two new community members I want to make special shout out to, uh, Dr. Killinger and uh, Zimzors, two super good dudes, played with them quite a bit recently, jam up great additions, so. Is um, that
2: when I came in and crashed the party? <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. It was.
3: Yeah. Shout out to them. They they dealt with me too. So <laughs> yeah, they they put up with they put up with Bill. They also have jumped into the uh, Stormcrows uh, Gambit nights we've been doing. So let me give you a quick rundown of my Destiny week. Y'all know normally I don't get on until Thursdays anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so Thursday night we had Dungeon night, which was Pit of Heresy this week. So we took uh, Doc Killinger through Pit of Heresy and got him his Xenophage. Um, nice. And then we took uh, Storm Crow through Pit of Heresy and got him his NFH. So that was Thursday night. Uh, Friday, I did a uh, Last Wish with the Sophisticated Crew. Um, and if anybody doesn't know, our Sophisticated Crew is a fancy way to say our Euro Crew. Because um, they <laughs> they sound so... So proper, they make all of our IQs sound like they're forty points lower. Um, so had a great time in Last Wish with those guys. Um, thought we were gonna get hung up on the Queen's Walk. That'll teach you who your friends are.
0: <laughs> that's true,
3: actually. <laughs> uh, Queen's Walk will test your patience. Uh, we made uh, it. We went tested through. Tested mine before. Um, <laughs> that's the first time I got tilted in Destiny. I'm telling you, bro, it was it was tough. We made it mm. through. Um, so that was Friday. And then Friday night, I did a Gambit Private Matches with Stormcrow. Um, and if you've never joined into Stormcrow's Gambit Private Matches, I highly recommend it. Um, the way we do those are one person out of the eight gets to pick everybody's loadout. So everybody uses the same loadout. So, like, it'll be... You'll tell somebody what class the primary has to be, the secondary has to be, and your uh, heavy has to be. And if you're really angry at everybody, you get to pick the exotic. So we'll do stuff like sticks and stones where it has to be both swords and glaives. Um, Rhino one night picked. Everybody had to use a grenade launcher in every slot. Um, Did you just say every slot? Every slot, baby. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's chaos and it's awesome. Um. We'll do one where you have to, you can only invade with swords. Ooh. Um, we okay. do, we, this we sounds do all very interesting, <laughs> dude. It's awesome. And every once <laughs> in a while, somebody would be like, oh, and you have to use a arc subclass wow. or they'll be like, I mean, it gets, it gets nuts. Um, so, uh, I did that. And then, so I had a triple header rate Saturday, um, Did Breakfast Club with Fluffy. We did a Deep Stone and got uh, Nikki, her first Deep Stone Clear. Let's go. Uh, And then, uh, let's see. At uh, 2 o'clock, what did I do? Uh, King's Fall. I did a King's Fall at 2 o'clock because Hades had never cleared King's Fall. So, ran Hades through to get his first clear at King's Fall. Um, that was a little bit trying. Um, and then the last raid of the evening was, uh, Blackbird, uh, had never got cleared, has not cleared Crota in Destiny 2. He had only done the Destiny 1 version. So, we got, uh, Gator and I and a few other community members over from GDC took Blackbird through his first Destiny 2 Crota.
1: And how was that? Was that also trying?
3: Not really. That one was actually... Pretty silky smooth. Um, but I mean, Gator was there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sidearm. Like <laughs> sidearm, <laughs> so, his finger guns blazing. <laughs> Listen, he was finger gunning and double primary and like a champ, okay? <laughs> like a champ. <laughs> Top DVS. Um, but uh, so, go
2: ahead. I was
1: just going to say so. So then what made the second one more trying? Because I, 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 to me, I, and I'm not trying to sound elitist or anything like that, but King's Fall, I mean, it's it can be difficult if you're taking a lot of new people through it. Because there are some like little intricacies that you have to do through each one. And if you're trying to explain five different things to five different people, it can get a little hard. Right. But so... it's also not that hard of a raid compared to some of the other ones.
2: No, you're sounding kind of elitist to me. No, I'm just
3: playing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, compared to a Last Wish, no, it's not that bad, right? Last Wish is pretty mechanically technical, but it's nowhere near like a garden, right? Garden to me is one of the most technically hard raids in the game, next to Val. Um,
1: I guess that's what I meant more was like you could theoretically still carry people through King's Fall as opposed to Last Wish or Garden or. Even Val, Val, I think is to me was like with a first raid where it was like, OK, guys, like everybody needs to have a part and everybody needs to do their part and, or
2: nobody's getting anything done. Yeah. Or we are not moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. You got your pictures ready. You got your symbols on your side <laughs> monitor. Let's
1: go. You're holding like, up your phone and you're you're typing the like. like All right, it's, it's clover. It's I, oh whatever. Just pick one. <laughs>
3: yeah. I'm big like, brain. Just, big just brain. Describe, just describe what you see. That's you know. it's, yeah. it's yeah. Kind of like when we do vault and last wish. I'm like, just tell me what you see. I'll I'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Um, no. What I was sure it was a double sherpa, right? So it was Hades and Hayoka had never cleared it. So I was I was double sherpa in it. And um, the problem is, is when I set up a rate and I say, beginners welcome, and I'm saying who it's for and that it's going to be a fun run. I feel like the person that sets a rate up like that should be considered the Sherpa of the rate. Right. Right. Because um, I'm, I'm not asking for a Sherpa because I know what I'm doing. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So that means I've got this. Well, the, the problem runs into is when you're trying to explain things. And you guys have ran raids with me that I've sherpened, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I'm a, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I talk just like I'm talking to you guys now. I'm laid back. <laughs> it's pretty chill. I don't get excited. I explain what's going on. Raid you've etiquette. Only,
1: you've only ra- You made me cry once, I think.
2: That was it. <laughs> no big deal. You've well, only you turned me on every time. It's you know, it's
3: just it's it's that southern drawl I got. I know, right?
1: Like,
2: ooh,
1: <laughs> ooh, just even right now, ooh.
3: <laughs> so uh, I tell you who's got the best voice though, and I can't wait till he Sherpas as regularly is Heyoka. I tell you what, that yes. dude he he's just silky smooth.
1: Let me tell you something. It's it's worse when you're talking to him in person because I've had dinner with him. Yeah, and he is so smooth. And just so like, like at, we were we were at dinner, and it, he just kind of like leaned back in his chair, and he's just talking to you, and you're just like, "Tell me, tell me more, tell me more about your your countryside." Uh, this
3: is this is nice. I, I will take another glass of wine, thank you.
1: <laughs> oh, we're gonna have another lager Oh yes, yes. <laughs> so, so
3: what you're saying is your wife got totally jealous.
1: I mean, both our wives were there, and they just they were kind of talking to themselves while we just kind of. Yeah, snuck into the back room. <laughs> yeah, we did not. We, we did not talk about uh, Destiny or video games once. I don't think. Wow. But that's actually but, impressive. I mean, he just he just he can
2: he talks and you just you just want to listen. And you're like, damn it.
1: <laughs> so he's good, already right? got a
2: ton of
3: stories too. Like yeah. that guy has yeah. lived life for real. I want him to voice my ghost. Yeah, he needs to voice my ghost. That would be cool, um, so um so, I guess what I really what really comes down to is r- raid etiquette and gaming etiquette in general, but specifically in a raid Because raids are inherently complex by design. They're supposed to be. I mean, the Ronald nah, not so much. Um, excluding Did you Ronald just call it the Ronald. Yeah, it's the, it's Ronald. the Ronald. I'm
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We're gonna Ronald. run the Ronald tonight, guys. <laughs> I mean yeah, exactly. that's
3: how much of a joke that raid is. I'm telling you, like it's the Ronald McDonald raid, dude. It's okay. <laughs> it's very colorful, very
1: flashy. At the same time, you just wanna be like, I'm I'm over this.
3: <laughs> yeah, like three like two a people horrible can.
2: raid with a bunch of makeup on its face. Two people can <laughs> run the raid, everybody else
3: gets to shoot stuff and don't die, right? That's that's <laughs> yeah. that raid. Um But when you're explaining something like King's Fall, and you have two people like Hades and Hayoka who are not afraid to want to do the mechanics. So I'll say, this has X mechanic and Y mechanic. Do you want to participate? And they're like, sure. Okay, well, I have to explain that to you now. (laughs) When you're explaining a mechanic to someone, let's say that I'm explaining to Belle, danger's not going to randomly just start over-talking me, because he's a sweetheart and he knows how to raid. There are some people who do not know how to shut up when somebody is talking. I had to put my dad voice on a few times during that raid and basically tell people to stop talking because I'm talking <laughs> and I'm explaining what's going on. Um I think at one point I'm in the middle of trying to explain war priest, right? How do you do war priest? One of the more complex encounters within that dungeon you know, as far as how the plates operate. And the conversation about a weapon ornament starts happening while I'm mid-sentence. No. Yeah, I would have been triggered. No, sir. sir. I I stopped and I said, I'm talking. You can wait until I'm finished.
2: (laughs) And we circle all the way back around to being turned on in a raid. Okay. (laughs) All
3: right. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, but no, raid etiquette comes down to when the Sherpa is trying to explain to the new player, don't be distracting in any way whatsoever, because what the enjoyment in a raid is being able to grasp the mechanics and complete the goal. right? Like the relay le- relay race in King's Fall. I'll use that as another example. there's a th- there's three pieces to that puzzle, right? Everybody knows it, the three of us know the the, the mechanics to the, the relay race. Take the bubble, take the buff, trade the buff, drop the pieces off, grab the buff, grab the buff, drop the pieces off. It can get to be a pain in the butt if you can't kill all the enemies correctly, and, and this, that, and the fourth. But don't overtalk the Sherpa, and don't try and explain it differently than the Sherpa's delivering it unless the person's not getting it.
1: Mm -hmm. so so let me ask i'm playing devil's advocate here um i mean i i agree that you should never talk over a sherpa and and you know it, it not that you need to like in the beginning of a raid be like i'm gonna lead this whole thing i'm gonna tell you what to do because if you're working if you're running with two guys who've never run it and then you've got four guys who have i'm sure everybody's gonna has their experience in doing different things what is your take on The alternative method. So, and and I'm 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 saying it as like, hey, listen, uh, you know, I know you just explained it, you, you know, and that that 100% works. Have you tried? Why? So, like, and I'll use the same raid, Uh, um, the, war priest. I mean, I've I've ran it a couple of different times. Everybody has a different starting point. Everybody has a different idea where like, you know how you you know where you want to start dps Mm -hmm. are you i guess is it is it does it make sense to like hey if i'm i've ran this ray before i've done it this way are you are you say uh, are you opposed to being open to that with with having two people that have never ran it before so that way they get at least one down or are you opposed to to having a conversation first before you start the encounter? And then, you know, like, okay, let's figure this out. Let's figure out that, yes, your way works, my way works, we can see which one works better. You know, maybe we started this way and we can go to yours next or vice versa, or however, however we want to do it. Um, I mean, I guess I'm just looking at, again, it's etiquette, it's, I'm gonna want to have an opinion on it because I've sharped this five times, so let's let's do it my way too, or what you know, are you Do you think you're not being inclusive to the to the other people in the room? because you want to do it your way?
3: No, I, I, uh, see, and you guys know me. I'm not wired that way at all. but yeah, what okay. I th- what, what I think is is so I explained the encounter for war priest and and here's that's a perfect example used because that's one where, we did War priest, and typically you do damage on the floor to the right of the center pillar, correct? That's where most people do damage. Um now, where we actually ended up doing damage was up on the same floor as the war priest at another player's recommendation.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm not opposed to that at all. And that was a suggestion that was brought up after I explained the encounter after I put my dad voice on to calm things down because people wouldn't shut up, after you get the initial mechanics down, what you're talking about, Greg, is fine-tuning, right? Okay. Yeah. Right, because the core mechanics are the core mechanics. What you're talking about is fine-tuning where certain things within those mechanics occur or, or the order of those mechanics. I'm fine with that. What I, where the problem comes into is when you're trying to get the base layer laid down for the new players, and you get the over talking, or you get the conflicting information when the base layer's coming in.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Get
3: the base layer in, and then let's then let's mix it up a little bit because we actually ended up doing damage on the floor with the war priest, which I'd never done before. It worked out great. I'll probably do it that way going forward. Oh, well, like Ryan, like.
2: The way you're saying this is the actual should be written in a rule book of raid etiquette because <laughs> Cato is doing Sherpa runs over in TGH now, too. He tries to schedule them like every Friday, stuff like that. And that's like his number one rule. And he tells people that that are, raiding, I mean, most of the time it's the people that he raids with all the time. They know what they're doing. They know how he sherpas stuff like that. But he will still be like, hey, do not talk over me when I am trying to explain these encounters. And it's funny because I ran with like their normal crew through Last Wish and you know we can just usually just breeze right through it. Well, it was um it was Cato, Kingsley, Ed or Edifier, Dice Goblin, Sweaty Spooks and myself. And so usually when we're running through, like me and Kingsley and someone else that knows how to read, like *Sin* or *Cato*, we'll read so we can just go through the vault pretty quickly, right? Well, Dice stood up and was like, "Hey, I want to learn how to read this." Or she read one time. She's like, "I want to get this sunk in." And then Sweaty's like, "I kind of want to learn too." And then Ed was like, "I've done this thing so many times that I've never read. Let me do it too." And so we're That's all just awesome. like, so we're all just like, all right, three new readers, let's go. Yeah. And we knew we were going to be in there for 30 minutes. We we yeah. knew it, right? But, you know, once they were once Ed was like, okay, like, you know, how do I get this? Kingsley and Cato started telling them and then we were just silent. Because, uh, you know, I already knew what to do, but I knew that that encounter takes a lot of I uh, kind of brain power when it comes to like memorizing which side's left and right, you know. Trying to figure out what it is. and sometimes I've even played the scribe in that, where I will type that in fire team chat of like which one is a P or an A, and because I feel like that helps when people are learning. And b- but it's like whenever they're trying to explain something, you do not talk over them, especially Cato. <laughs> you do not He'll talk over you know. him. <laughs> He'll let you know. <laughs> he will let you know. <laughs> it's funny because yeah, I was the kind of comes off. He means business. Exactly. Like That's right. I remember. Um, we were going through it. Like he'd already explained it and stuff like that. And so once he was done, we kind of got back to normal, right? And so even me, like I started being my ADHD self, just kind of going off the wall, doing some, like, he's just saying random shit. And I had said a couple too many things. And even Kingsley checked me. He's like, hey, Bell, shush. And I was like, got you. Like, <laughs> And so you have to respect that too. Like if one of the Sherpas or one of the people that's done it way more than you, tells you to, like, hey, please be quiet, or if they even tell you to shut up, I mean, whatever way that they come across with that, you listen to them. Or Mm -hmm. you can get get out, and we can bring somebody else in because we have enough people to fill those shoes.
3: I'm saying we're a big community. Exactly. And and that's kind of what would happen with me. Like, there, there would be so much, especially when you get to the end, like, towards where the sisters and the Oryx encounter are, There's a lot of moving parts at the end of King's Fall. There's a lot of moving parts. And again, I'm a very calm, straightforward, explaining person. And Hayoka was getting lost in the sauce. Nothing against Hayoka, but it was because I'm trying to explain in my manner. And then there's this hyperactive, really fast-paced, loud, intense voice in his ear. And I'm like, hey. Let me explain this and be quiet for a minute.
2: Yeah, especially with, when it's like the fine-tuning area
3: too. Like, say so you've already explained it, but they
2: have yeah. questions. Okay, yes. L- clear the air so they can ask the questions and get the answers that they need. So that way we can progress and they can learn. Because that's the reason for a Sherpa run is to teach somebody the whole raid. And it's like, and if you're not in the mindset of being in there for way longer than you're, you normally are, then you're not the right fit to help with a Sherpa raid.
3: Yeah, and, and so what ends up happening, I was like, hey, let me answer the doc's questions. Let me give it to him. Give me a minute and be quiet, please. We, we cleared the encounter on the very next run. There you go. Because I have at Hayoka specifically through probably about 90% of his in-game stuff. I was there for his first grasp of Avarice. I took him up Spire of the Watcher. Um, Mullet and I have taken him through pretty much every dungeon he's ever done, right? He's been with me on almost every raid he's been in, as far as for the first time. The dude knows, him and I exchange information very well. It's kind of like every one of us in the chat. We exchange information very well. We know how to do in-game content together. It goes silky smooth every time when you throw the unknown into the mix who starts giving conflicting information or giving information in a different way than somebody's used to, problems occur. That's all I'm saying. Respect the Sherpa. I'm not saying to not give your input, but don't discredit or go around and confuse the person from what the base sherpa is trying to say. Is that, I mean, am I wrong? I don't think I'm wrong. No, not even a little bit.
2: No, I think that that's a like the golden rule across chirping, raiding, stuff like that. If you go in there with an attitude or arrogance or anything like that, you're not going to have a group very, you know, very much anymore. So that's right. Yeah.
5: Yeah, that's what I would say too. If I would add a point to it, is just when people start explaining mechanics, it's like, man, you know, I know me personally. That's not my ball field. So it's like, ladies I and
2: gentlemen, we have the world's best hairstyle joining the chat right now, Mister Mullet himself.
3: A, a new player is in the, the game. The
2: what? other of the dynamic duo of the Dunja Sherpa Squad.
5: Yeah, that's, that's right. right. And you know, it, that's one of the things that I can accommodate uh, Panda on is we figured out real quick between me and him, like you know. There's some things that he shines at, and there's some that I do and some you know some dungeons, he knows them back and forth and I don't know shit about it. and it's like I shut up whenever he's explaining it, you know like that's what I'm saying is you know, if he missed something, I might toss it in like, oh yeah, by the way, you know, whenever you finish this encounter, make sure you grab that collectible too. like don't jump down as soon as we kill his ass, don't jump down there, you know. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, you know, I forgot to say that.
3: And I don't have a, I don't have a clue where those collectibles are at home. That's all on you every time. <laughs> but,
5: yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, at the end, you would explain the encounter and say, you know, then at the end of it, the door opens and it's like, I can I, jump in and just say, hey, you know, real quick, grab that collectible too. You know, that's right. You're supposed to like kind of compliment each other. When people are, like, stepping on each other's toes, when you're talking, it just makes it so hard. Like, there's six people involved, you know? A lot. On raids, specifically.
2: So, if you guys have never been in one of these Sherpa runs, you'll understand why they are so good together. Because Panda can do these mechanics very well, right? But you know why he can do them so well because this guy mullet has everything dead. The moment you walk into that room, he's a murderer. He is a murderer (laughs) and he remembers where all the collectibles are. So you guys are going to have a great time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They, and, and and keep in mind, there's times in those, in those dungeon runs that they're probably not going to speak to each other for a hot minute because they, it's like, it's like watching two things just work together at the same time. It's almost like insane. They just they just know they know what the other one's thinking.
3: Like a wonder working. Twins. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah. like Robert Downey Jr. said, "It's because we're connected."
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. Uh,
3: but yeah, I mean, that's that was kind of my thoughts for the week. Is just like have some respect for the person that's chirping, whatever piece of content you're in. Um, and if you're joining up something that somebody has put out in the bot or in an LFG chat that says, hey, new players are welcome, I'm willing to help somebody. Have respect for that person that's put that out there. Don't be afraid to put your two cents in, but have respect for them and enhance the experience. Don't try and dominate it. Right. This goes back to what you, know, you asked, Greg. Bring your ideas to the table, but let the base Sherpa explain. Yeah. Just like just like Mullet and I do. Like if it's a dungeon that he's like for instance, duality. He's way better at duality than I am. He's gonna say, Here's what you do and if he's if if he says something and he's going through the encounter and he he's drops something here, I'm gonna scoop it up and I'm gonna say, Yeah, and do this. But I'm not gonna try and reinvent the whole wheel of what he's already said. So it's help the Sherpa. When they need it, Shut up when they don't. I guess is the best way to say it. and the th- the second point is, don't be bouncing off the walls with your tune the whole time they're trying to explain something Bell. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> this guy. Um, I've been because, told
2: to shut up way too many times.
3: <laughs> but but look, no, no I mean, like specifically with your character in game, mm-hmm. okay.
2: Oh, hey, okay. oh, like that! I was gonna say because I bounce off the walls all the time. And yeah, no, so, so, so Hayoka
3: <laughs> brought it to my attention. He said it's very distracting to see a person's character like run off into this room, run off over here, do this, do that. When you're trying to listen, but you see somebody's tune moving all over the mm. screen, like so, hang out and emote with each other. That's cool, but like to dart off into this room. Like, what's he doing? You know, like squirrel. Yeah, you know, yeah. (laughs) So I think, though, that that. Not that that's
1: on the Sherpa, but I think that needs to be addressed in the beginning of the raid, though. I think you need to like as a Sherpa, that that is kind of your job to to say, hey, listen, we got two new guys going to be showing them everything. Try to stick together. Don't run off. Don't. Be a. I don't know, a distraction of, of some sort to the people because there's, you know, and especially depending on the raid, like, you know, if you're trying to sherpa somebody through like Last Wish or our Garden, I mean, honestly, like you need full focus. Just like, look at me, I'm I'm telling you something, like, don't <laughs> look at this, look at me because I'm going to point to these very specific points and you need to pay attention because this is important. <laughs>
2: exactly. This is now your job.
3: That's yeah, not our job. This is your job. And <laughs> we're not going to be here for 4 hours, okay? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got shit to do. That's right.
1: Um, I mean, I know it sounds like we're complaining. We're not we're not completely complaining. We're just I think we sh- sh- should say that like, you know, we are a community that likes to help people. We especially every, everybody in this room. We are we are people that hey, you need help with something, we will help you. But, <laughs> you know, you got to keep in mind there that are some rules are, and guidelines. Yeah, we are bit. volunteering our time to help you. Help us help you. That's, That's all. That's right. Exactly. Jerry Maguire, I like the situation. I like that.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and show yeah, me the because, be, because at the end of the day, my goal is to get you to the point to where you can Sherpa the next guy. Right? Like. Heyoka has now he's messaged me recently and he's been like, Hey, I'm starting to help people. I'm like, bro, that's dope. Heyoka mm-hmm. had never done any multiplayer anything in Destiny until he ran with Grasp of Avarice and Spire in the same day with me and Monkey. Ever. And now he's helping people. That's amazing. That's what we're that's what we're after to help continue moving forward. So not to beat a dead horse, but you know, get <laughs> that big old beaten stick out and just—I'm telling you, man. If I have one thing to say, as as much as everybody knows, I'm I'm probably Mullet and I are probably two of the biggest community guys out there, as far as helping people. Have some respect for the people that are trying to help. That's all. That's what it really comes
0: down to at the end of the day. So, anyway,
3: space Mafia is <laughs> not having a competition.
1: Oh, that's right. That's a, we are. That's a great great little segue you got there. Went from yeah. a Jerry Springer went
3: from a very Jerry Springer <laughs> final moment right into the announcement. <laughs> right. Well, but before before we jump into the Olympics, um uh, mullet, you missed introductions. Uh, Greg, Dylan and myself all introduce ourselves. Do you want to say drop a, a mullet
5: about you? Do you want to drop yeah, a mullet I can say introduction? A little something about myself. Fireway. playing I've been playing uh, since Destiny One released uh, pretty much since launch week uh, i've I'm addicted to it. I have problems with it. but uh, other than that, I have kids. I work full time. Um, I do have a mullet. I enjoy it. It's my favorite thing ever. and <laughs> Uh, I'm playing right now. I'm playing it right now. Altars of Sorrow.
3: If you, you're doing altars, you do have a problem. You're yeah. <laughs> 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 I, and, I, and, I, and I saw your most recent uh, haircut picture. It had me sweating a little bit. Oh, yeah.
5: I'm enjoying getting where I want it. That's and right. After, after all fucking cricket eyes messed <laughs> it up. Do you you just go with a
1: picture and just like look? This is what I want to look like, like like Mel Gibson from the first Lethal Weapon movie. Can you make this happen? Oh, that's
5: what I want, dude. That would be so awesome. I don't know. See, see, man, you've got like some people that have a mullet, and it's like, oh shit, they've got a you know, they have a fucked up looking haircut. It's like a long men's haircut. But like there is mullets out there that are so good that it'll trick you. You can't even tell. You know what I'm saying? Like like Brad Pitt when he had a mullet, did you nobody could even fucking tell. they then nobody knew. It was Wait, Brad Pitt, Pitt had a mullet. Hair. Yeah, what Brad hair. Pitt have a mullet? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I got to yeah, like google this. Like David Brad Pitt with mullet. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, God. like David Beckham, same thing, man. Nobody even knew he had a mullet. He's David Beckham, you know? He's David Beckham can do that. Haircut. It's well, a he's, long men's haircut.
3: Well, he's a stud, so he can get away with anything, basically, right? Yeah. Well, so is too. mullet. I mean, yeah, that's no, how you are, too. I mean, you're stud, too, so.
5: Yeah.
2: Certain people can yeah, pull I it, it off. I, of I just can't. See, that's the
5: only <laughs> difference. I just don't have a shitload of money. <laughs> no tell me i'm no. wrong
3: uh, not wrong i mean you're fly i mean like i said it it, it got me sweating <laughs> it don't
5: matter it doesn't it doesn't matter if you got money if you've got when you got like, a mullet no notoriety that's what i'm saying like fame that's and right notoriety and money yeah it yeah. carries a long way it don't matter what your fucking haircut looks like
3: that's right
5: true that's just my and... opinion
3: I
1: googled it. Brad Pitt did, in fact, have a mullet, and you know who else had a really stylish mullet? Rob Lowe in the '80s. Rob yes. Lowe in the oh. '80s, he did. I mean, yes, if you're gonna did. go 80, '80s low, I mean that is that that is some supreme mullet right there. Now That's we're
3: prime. talking. Got to te- tease it up a little bit. Yes, <laughs> tease it up. <laughs> I, still 80- oh, I still think the best '80s. I still think the best '80s hair was uh, Bill Gibson, Martin Riggs, *Lethal Weapon*. I'm going see, full oh, circle. Yeah.
1: going back to the, lethal weapon one,
3: yep, hands down. the psycho Mel Gibson um, anyway, so there's a there's a couple anyway. more there's a couple more members of the o g that'll filter in throughout the recording of podcast, not tonight, but recording a podcast, but uh, I would venture to say the four of us and and Prime, who's not here, to do the computer issues will be regulars on the show, Mhm, um. That said, we will circle back around. Uh, Space Mafia Olympics. Um, this another is another something... great segue. Uh, yeah, listen, <laughs> you, want, you want to
1: do better? I'll let you have it. That's all you I know, got. I wish, I wish, I wish there was like a visual aspect to this because then we can have like the star wipe or like yes. a little side swipe that happens as, as I want, people. I want, Windows, I want the Windows.
3: I want the Windows ninety five version. Okay. <laughs>
5: Hell no, dude! I don't need a video camera. I'm sitting here like playing Altars of Sorrow, listening to you all, and I'm like biting my tongue and like making stupid fucking faces. That's the last thing I need is you all watching me like He's half got the... drunk. You know what I'm saying?
3: Hey, I'm I'm drinking. Hey, I'm drinking a uh, peanut butter milk stout nitro tonight. Ooh, that's a lot so, of words, and it sounds yeah. That
5: was a lot. That sounded expensive. That sounded, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that sounded so out of my price range.
3: Okay. I, I bought it at Whole Foods if we're gonna add oh, to the effect. Wow. Pinky's up with that little beer.
5: I, <laughs> I know you need a monocle. But
3: I'll leave that for Mr. Monkey. <laughs> um but yeah. yeah no. Shout
5: out Mr. Monkey. Love well, you know,
3: you know what
2: monocles are somewhat made out of. You know, they have that little gold ring around it. You know what? Another thing that you could get—that's a gold ring—a medal in the Space Mafia Olympics. Uh, that
3: say that, there that it is.
1: That is a segue. That is Prime. a segue, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
3: Adam <laughs> must white. cut out everything before <laughs> that we said.
1: No, no, leave it in. Leave it in. Don't touch it. Leave it in. Start white. Start <laughs>
3: White? Start wipe. Start wipe. Start wipe. Bill, you're a hero. <laughs> Have I told you that lately? You're just a hero. Have
0: I told you? <laughs> yeah.
3: Um. So yeah, we're uh. This was an idea that that we've had and we've been chewing on and spitting back and forth and throwing rules out and taking rules in and spinning things around. Um. You can check the uh, competition central channel for the uh, the rules, but the basic premise is is we're gonna put a we need you to put together a team of six and throughout the month of March, you're going to compete in every single aspect that destiny has to offer. Basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So crucible will be done on the, the first two weekends of the month. Um, gambit will be the third and fourth weekend of the month. Excuse me. And then, uh, Raids and dungeons can be done anytime during the month, but we need the dungeons turned in by the third week of the month and the um, raids turned in by the end of the month, and those are for time. So if you want to know all the rules, go check that out, but uh, currently there's no prize per se. I'm trying to get Bungie to get on board and give me something to give everybody, um, because uh, as it sits right now, our community is not uh, financially sponsored in any way. So,
1: I, I think probably what we'll do is for now have a tag set up, you know, first inaugural Space yeah. Olympics gold medal, silver medal, bronze for yes. the final. Yeah. So, and,
2: prior and to an honorable mention, we will give out one of those too. You know, yes. if you didn't place. But you did your best. We're not you giving out it your participation
3: trophy. No bell. No oh, participation okay, trophies. No. Pro- you can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um,
3: so before we started doing the podcast, uh, members of the community might know when we hit fifty members, um, we hosted a dungeon race, which went over pretty well, and uh, the winners of the dungeon race got a tag within the Discord server. So. What Greg said is basically the same thing. You'll get a tag in the Discord server. Um, if this goes well, the Olympics will become a yearly thing. So one of my goals in within our community and kind of the role that I've shouldered within the OG group is to bring the community ideas forward to the group and kind of spearhead that operation. So this is the second event that we've put together, and we'd like for these to be a regular thing.
5: Yes, we want these to be a regular occurrence. Activities all the time in rotation.
0: That's
1: right. Um
5: did we mention and corresponding we mention, with what's going on as well, you know.
1: That's right. Do we mention the solo queue for those who don't have a team?
3: Yeah, so in the competition central there's a, there's three different pages dedicated to the Olympics. There is the rule set, there is the sign up page and then there is a solo queue. So if you're a solo player, or if you're a a group a group of friends that doesn't have a full six, um, post your info up in the uh, solo queue and put a team together. Never know who you could find. We got some really cool people in the community, and I can say that with confidence because if you're not, gotta go, dog. <laughs> we don't we don't we don't keep trash around in the community. Um,
2: Except me. Except me, everybody. I can be the only trash can in here. Okay.
3: You know, I gotta, di- I gotta go dumpster diving somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So, Everyone
2: just... else, trash is getting taken out.
3: Me, I'm just gonna stink
2: up the corner. Don't worry about it.
3: <laughs> um, but yeah. So we want to, we want to. the, the goal here and the reason, the, one of the big things of the Space Mafia is we're a group of guys who have always been big community-driven people, and we want to continue to do community-focused events. Um. So, yeah, and that's kind of the the reason why the podcast took so long is because we were more concerned on building the the right kind of community before we got into having a podcast. And now the podcast that y'all get is a bunch of dudes sitting around, like, having a beer style. (laughs) I guess is the best way to put it. (laughs) I mean, I'm literally having one. I mean, that's what I'm doing right now.
1: I mean, this is kind of just our normal, everyday, private chat conversation just, Recording. Except the cameras are on this time. <laughs> Emma recording. It's it helps
2: so much. Yeah. I love the I love the face cams.
3: I just like looking at you, Bill. And I like I looking know. at you. Hey, see, hey, boom. oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I can't. I can't look at Greg though, because then I'm gonna have to go into the other room real quick. Yeah. So, Ooh, it, it gets a little <laughs> <hot>. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, no, as as you guys can tell, any listeners out there that uh, we have been playing together for a long time now, we consider each. Really good friends so we will have banter like this and that is going to continue till the day that we stop this so get get on for the ride nope no pun right. intended no pun there's intended. gonna be some weird conversations going on mm-hmm. total pun intended s- <laughs> sorry for everybody that's the reason for having a podcast <laughs> though is because you can filter it as much as you want and guess what we threw the filter out when we bought this thing, okay? That's we right. we don't have it anymore. It's in the trash can with me, but mm-hmm. I even lost it. That's okay. Right. But we do have we do have Star Wipes. Star Wipes all the
3: yeah, time. All wipes. the time. They're, they're like butt
1: wipes, wipes but better. That's right. <laughs> just don't flush them. Don't, don't flush them our guy. We got to <laughs> call the plumber. God, <laughs> that's that's
4: so... <laughs> that is get
0: worse. It was perfect. Oh my god.
3: From's going to have great time with this one he's gonna have a field day he can't leave us alone like this man (laughs) no that's what happens when prime's not here
1: (laughs) did did i ever tell you the the how uh waffle and i like i knew waffle was a a good dude like and we when we first started talking it was like the first month we were all like
5: stories i love waffle stories
1: it was like the first month we were in gdc together and (laughs) and uh we were supposed to like raid or something like that. I forget. We were supposed to do something. My wife's downstairs and she's like, Greg, I smell gas. There's gas down in the basement. Like I'm telling you, I smell it. I'm like, I'm all right. Like it's an old house. We live in a house. that's like a hundred years, 10 years old. I think at this point, but yeah, (laughs) but so it's got like, it's got like, it's little like faults, but you know, the, the, the water heater is probably like, Five years old i just happened to remember that waffle was telling me like on a side conversation like oh yeah i do like hvac systems so i i messaged him i was like hey man i know you do hvacs do you do hot water heaters too like are you a, uh, do you, you know everything he goes yeah just call me i was like what he goes yeah just call me it's fine so first time i'm like really having a conversation with the guy i was like hey like uh Help me out here. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to be smelling? What What am I looking for? He's like, don't worry. I got you. I got you. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go ahead. You're going to look for this. Smell this. Do this. I, I couldn't smell. He goes, ah, you're fine. Don't worry about it. And he he goes, all right, buddy, I'll talk to you later. Love you. And hangs up the phone on. it. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, this has got to, This is gonna to have to be a new segment. It's gonna be like waffle time or something like that. Yeah, to that. You share waffle
1: stories. We
5: hmm. no,
0: gotta get them on here. Yeah, oh that, my most,
5: that most definitely sounds like a waffle story. And, it was just and, a and short, that is just like, That is straight up southern hospitality, right there. Yeah. It's like thousand yeah, percent. Hey, hey, hey man, give me give me a call. I'll tell you. Hold on. Give me a call. I'll I'll help you out. That's yeah. True. That's all right. I got three minutes. I'll help you. I'm, I'm gonna not.
2: try. It. I'm gonna yeah, try to find a way. I'm gonna yeah, try to well, find a way to we'll feather out, in. Dude. Oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah. feather in like the videos that he sends us every, every <laughs> like every other day. And he's just like, "Hey boo, um, up on this uh, roof over here. Oh, okay, you see that? Oh, there's a bunch of snow. All right, love y'all, Matt." <laughs> I,
1: I keep trying hey, to y'all. tell
3: him we need a waffle angel on the roof because yeah. of the snow. <laughs> yes. He won't give <laughs> me one. I...
1: Please. Hey y'all, it's it's hotter than two foxes fucking in a chicken coop up here.
2: Hey, god damn, (laughs) that's great. It's just like it's like it's like five to seven seconds of just pure bliss that just brings so
3: much light to our day. It's the best. It's the best. Uh, We're gonna we're gonna have to patch at least the audio in because the general population doesn't get what we get.
1: Yeah,
2: (laughs) exactly. Exactly. It brains the day. It really does. Yeah. It does. That just goes mm. to show you the the community we have though. It's just like and he is one of the founding members with us as well. And it we just love having a good time here. That's
3: the general consensus, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh lord. All right.
3: Um Do we want to talk about the this uh this whole Justice League thing and them shutting that thing down? Or are we gonna let that one fly?
2: Well, we can let
1: Let's that one fly that. till next week if we want. We don't have to
2: What's I just I watched a stream of this game. The skill ceiling to this looks insanely high. Okay? I like it playing looks, Hunter. It is a crazy looking game.
1: Yeah, I you know a lot of the reviews that I've seen of it has been like, you know, you, it, it it's very intricate. Like you you can make builds and customize your 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 skill tree and everything like that. But the game is boring. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't played I haven't played it yet, but it's almost like a the the Avengers game that came out a couple uh, three years ago. I don't know if any of you guys played it, but it was that like that game was
3: super boring.
1: Oh god, I, you finish it in like five hours. I didn't.
0: <laughs> like,
3: oh,
2: nothing God. else to do yeah like but it looks cool on stream but like as a actual game that you play it, I just I was like I could not see myself playing this like it was a dude playing like Deadshot or somebody and he was just flying around shooting stuff click, clicking people basically all you were doing it was like a clicking simulator it was like you just fly around you just click all those people down there click them okay they're gone Okay, click them. Oh, it's a boss. Oh, he's gone. And I'm like, ah, just mm, no, not for me. Hard pass. Hard pass. You know,
1: it's a sh- it's a shame because it's it's made by the guys who did like the whole Arkham trilogy, which are fantastic games. Mm. So, like, theoretically, it should be good. I mean, yeah, you would you think, and this game got pushed back so they can fix the faults that they had in the the beta or the alpha or whatever they were they came out and were like we're sorry we're gonna fix this for you but it blows my mind that a they had time to fix it and it's still not like good yeah and then also the fact that it's you could pre-order it you paid a little extra you got the game in advance the game crashed in the first hour and they closed the servers down until the actual release day. So you paid, if you paid extra for it for pre-order, you basically lost money because you couldn't play the game. So what's the point? Like, to me, like, that's how you kill a game. It's how you kill kill a game. And I think moving forward for me, like anytime I see a a game from that company, I'm just gonna be like, eh, I'll wait till I'm not going to pre-order. I'm going to wait until I see a review or something.
2: And, I want to ask this question because I didn't really keep up to date with this and I know we're going to keep this subject a little bit short, but was that like an actual full release of the game?
1: The, the pre-order
2: or like when people were playing it, was that like the, that was the pre-order, but that was the full version of the game.
1: Yeah. If you pre-ordered,
2: I think it was the deluxe edition. It was the full order, like the full game you had early access to. Okay gotcha because like you know power world and enshrouded are early access games right which Mm. means you have that like disclaimer like hey it's early access we're going to be adding things while you're playing we're going to it's almost like a like a live service in a sense we're going to be adding stuff we're going to be fixing stuff but it's like it's like you bought the game with the disclaimer but if i was to get a full-fledged version of a game and then they're like "Ooh, wait snag that back i'd be like give me my money back right now yeah i I mean you you still had it was full service it's
1: it's a live service game you're still um it's so things are going to change in the game within a reasonable time frame but like from my understanding you you had the full story okay okay gotcha gotcha so i mean it's it's It's, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, other games that were kind of, like, disappointing. Like, I know, like, uh, I pre-ordered Force Awakens 2 when that first came out. I don't know if you guys remember that game at all. But, like, Force Awakens, Star Wars Force Awakens was a great game. It was fantastic. I remember pre-ordering. I don't remember them releasing any reviews or anything like that about the game. I think I just went, like, in it because I played the first game. And then all of a sudden it was, like, I got the game and I was done in, like, 2 hours, 3 hours, something like that. I breezed through Dang. it. It was just like, oh, game's over. Okay.
2: I mean, we could take that way, segue that into like, you know, another small topic if we want to, just about like the state of these game releases and how these studios are treating these releases because to me, it just seems like a lot of things are just getting shotgunned right now, and I was talking about like, the early access stuff. To me, That's almost shotgunning a game, too. Like, if it works out, great. But if it doesn't, it's like the rush that comes with these games getting released and these companies trying to grab as much money as they can. I'm not saying some of the games that we play or that we love do that. But there are, like, smaller games that come out that are just cash grabs. And then they don't don't care about it. And then they just dip. Servers are down. You know, I just feel like a lot of stuff is getting rushed nowadays.
3: Yeah. Every, everything is because developers, I feel like, depend more on patches than they do complete games. Right? Like, like, the advent of being able to patch something instantly has given them the freedom to release things as soon as they want to. That's true. And take Cyberpunk, for instance. That game should have never been released when it was. Mm, yes, you're right. It took an entire year's worth of patching to complete that game. And now mm-hmm. everybody's like, this is the best game ever.
2: Yeah. If Rodimus was here, he would say that. He is in love with that game. It's hard to get him off and like, hey, you want to come play Destiny or something? He's like, oh no, sorry. I'm I'm playing Cyberpunk right now. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> you yeah, played I, Cyberpunk, didn't you, Mullen?
5: Yeah. Yeah, I played the full release about a year after it come out. I waited, which uh, whenever Cyberpunk come out, I actually was in between consoles at the time, so I kind of, like, missed the window there, but when I played it, it was awesome. Here and there, I would have funny, like, bugs, but it's like, okay, I have the fastest car in the game, and I'm flying through this fucking downtown city that's, like, 8D, you know there's probably six gigabytes of memory flying through my console like yeah it's gonna crash you know what I'm saying (laughs) like like, you know what I mean like yeah it's gonna fucking crash what are you talking about you just threw eight grenades and shot a rocket launcher and then like you know a semi truck blew up yeah your console is gonna crash his ps3's catching fire yeah. your fucking playstation 4 is gonna shut off you
3: know? it, it's shaking on the counter like the, the damn toaster on <laughs> you know, ghostbusters starting to, starting to sound like a microwave over there
5: yeah yeah that's kind of it's like it sounds like an airplane taking off everyone's heard it so like you know when i hear people like groan and moan about like games affecting consoles or whatever like you know i take it with a grain of salt it's like yeah uh i terrorize games whenever i play them panda (laughs) knows i'm always (laughs) jumping out i'm jumping out of the map i'm trying to bug the system dude when the destiny weapon crafting was broken oh man i went to town on that shit you know (laughs) it's just fun it's just fun when the game's broken it's kind of (laughs) fun
2: you are right you are right
5: even even Bungie kind of leaned into it and put, like, the Sparrow shit back in Uh, Crucible, right? Uh, Yeah,
4: yeah.
5: Here recently, it was something about Crucible. Yeah, like, yeah, Yeah, they were like, have fun, you know, wink, wink. We know it's broken, fuck it. You know, it's fun. (laughs) But, uh, for me to bring it back around, like, for the some of these developers, I think it's a reflection of the market. Honestly, I agree. Uh, for them to like rush yeah. titles or, or uh, rely on like weekly updates or monthly updates or se- the seasonal model, you know, microtransactions and all that—it's just a reflection of that, in my opinion. But there are really good, there's a few and far between really good game studios like, um, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn, that whole... Great game. Guerrilla Games, they don't rely on that shit. They know they've got a good game, and guess what? When it comes out, I pay for it. I've put hundreds of dollars into that game because I love it. It's a good game, in my opinion. It fits what I'm looking for.
2: That just came out Damn. on PC, and so I finally have a chance to actually play it. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm definitely excited, because my buddy was all about it when it came out, and I watched him play it, and I was like, what in the world is going on? I don't know, but it looks really fun.
0: Those
3: are the
5: it's, best games. Yeah. It's a very fun game. And it it's huge. It is massive.
3: All right, I want to, uh, we're going to start winding down. There's, there's a couple things I want to cover before we leave. Um, the first thing I want to hit out is, uh, so in the Space Mafia Discord, our server boosters are known as the GOATs. Greatest of all time. Shout out. Um, I want to hit those outside of the normal OGs because that's just what we do. Um, first one is uh, Mr. Jolly Wiz himself, Stormcrow, Mr. Miracle Whip uh let shit on everything that's right uh ralphie one of our sophisticated members and uh tl Bert, aka tl tim burt kreischer extraordinaire the machine the machine and uh mr uh mr noodle king sherpa himself um so shout out to those guys for uh server boosting us um a bunch of us OG server booze, too, but you know this is our house, so it's part of <laughs> yeah, our <who> house. <laughs> um, and second thing, Rodimus is not here for his top ten, so I've got it tonight, boys. Oh, um, let's get it. So your top ten, since this is the uh, Drowning Pancakes and Syrup podcast, um, top ten breakfast foods. Are we going now? Now? Yeah, we're going now. now? Yeah, we're going now. So Pancakes. Pancakes. All right, pancakes are number two.
2: Oh, damn, I thought that was going to be one. I want to eat bacon. Bacon's number bacon, one. Bacon, wait.
3: Ba- hands down. Is that number one? I mean, number one, hands down. I okay, okay, That
2: that's respectable.
1: Okay. Name something that wouldn't be good with bacon. I dare you. Okay, so y'all
3: got one and two out of the way. Waffles. Sausage patties. Uh, okay, we're going And gonna, or links. Okay, so sausage is number ten. Okay,
2: okay. We got, we got the top and the bottom. Let's fill in between guys. Out of
1: curiosity. Is it specific on what type of sausage? Cause I think there's a difference between the links and the patties
3: on, this, have... perti- on this particular <laughs> list. There is not
2: that Greg is so into food, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, years of, years of uh culinary school and years in the industry. You just, you, I, We're gonna I see get a top to... 10
2: one day that doesn't involve food. And you're gonna be S O L not gonna I am,
1: I'm, probably I, won't. I am him. just gonna sit here and watch you guys talk that whole time. I have nothing to say. <laughs> he's like he's
2: like, I'm only here for the food conversation. Um, Listen, <laughs> guys. <Yeah.
3: laughs> waffles hurt you. Waffles are on the list, but uh they have a they have a um a companion with them. Chicken. Chicken and waffles. There you go. Number three. Dude, I love chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles is number three. Yes, nice. there is.
2: Number three, yes, okay. okay. if it made the top five, I'm cool. I'm cool. So y'all have to do four through nine. Eggs. Any style or like certain style? You tell me.
3: They're not are even on the, ten? the top ten. Eggs are not in the top ten of this list. I'm get
1: no. the
2: fuck out of here.
1: Nah, here we go again. This is gonna be
3: that Arby's <laughs> thing all over again. This um, <laughs>
5: Donuts.
3: No. <laughs> Croissants.
5: <laughs> Is that is that the voice in the back
2: of my head that just said donuts?
3: Croissants <laughs> are not on the list. Now, now something similar to donuts. Are you is talking on about the croissant?
2: A, croissant. And a
1: croissant? A, a of chocolate. <laughs> the croissant. A croissant. A Just to watch y'all's
3: mouth do that is
1: hilarious. <laughs> Co- um,
3: something very similar to a donut. List though. Scone. Crepe.
2: No, that's more like a pancake. Yeah. Okay. Very, very thin pancake. Very small.
3: Very, very, just eat less. I was, like, think, like I was thinking I was thinking more like sweet and covered in syrup. Wait, the donut or the I, pancake? <laughs> I don't know if either, you missed this, one. But I
2: already said pancakes. <laughs>
3: I, <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all keep going. Y'all there's some there's some y'all have left off the list. Like the most basic essential breakfast food of all time is what?
2: Toast. Thereal. I swear
3: to God. I, I'll give you to- I'll give you toast. Avocado toast is number four. Okay, listen. Some
2: people will be different. It is, but everybody that's saying that, calm down.
5: We're just I'm gonna, gonna take, go with toast. Okay, we're gonna
2: take toast. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna take toast. <laughs> I'm with you I though. Avocado toast you. is different and it is delicious. I'm gonna give y'all some hints toast.
3: to move things along. Cereal. What's... okay? Oh, cere- cereal's number six.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. See, I, I just, I don't even think about that because I think about cooking.
3: Uh,
2: oh, um, biscuits and gravy. Or biscuits, or... Nah. Bowberry
3: nah. biscuits from Bojangles? Now, nah, nah, see, that should be on the list.
5: <laughs> that should be on the list. <laughs> that, uh-uh. yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Man, this list is fucked up. This bad <laughs> list. This list is broke.
3: This broke <laughs> ain't got,
5: you, Man, you ain't got no biscuits and gravy on that list, man. Fuck them. They ain't right. Damn. That ain't, ain't right, uh, motherfucker.
2: Throw the list away. Throw <laughs> it um, um, away. Okay, so tell us which ones we have right now. Catch us okay. up.
3: Okay, you need five... You need okay. seven and you need eight and nine.
2: Okay. Five, seven, eight, nine. Yep. Did we get, wait,
1: you said earlier that there was one that was so, like a donut, but not not
3: donut. It follows, it falls in like the sweet breakfast category. I'll say it that way. Usually you put syrup on it.
2: Cinnamon roll. Oh, you don't put syrup on that. You put icing on that. I mean, you can. You just, you'd be a fat bastard. But <laughs> Actually, you typically you've never tried it, oh, dude, now you French know. Toast, Go try it. There French it is. Mullet got it. Mullet got it. French toast. Toast? French toast. Oh, okay. Oh. Number nine. I yeah, got dude, you. French I got toast. you. Yeah, dude, you get toast.
5: some sourdough bread with some fucking eggs. I'll whip it up. Put that shit in there on some butter. <laughs> on a skillet. Put some syrup on it. And some dude and fucking powdered sugar. That's where
3: it's at. This man has emotion about his French toast. <laughs> Dude,
5: French toast is always
4: good. <laughs> all right. Oh so, I know what you're
3: having for breakfast tomorrow. Jesus. All right. So, all right. I'm gonna give you help Probably. with some some of the other ones. Um, one okay. of them is a starch. Potatoes, hash browns. Oh, hash browns. What's the other one? The fuck! There
2: is not another starch that you eat for breakfast.
3: Don't make Want me give it to you. Hash brown casserole. No. Hash brown casserole. It's not hash browns. It's, it's the brother to hash browns. Carrot sticks.
2: I, I, what is the wow. what is the
3: brother of hash browns? <laughs> Home fries. Oh my Same
2: thing. Hat. That is.
3: Home fries is a little. You're squares. gonna make me have an
2: aneurysm over here. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm literally. You're about to lose
3: a host. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll give. I'll give you hash browns. Fine. Okay. All right. So you only have seven and eight left. And they're basically the same thing. And it goes back to our conversation last week. For last week's top 10. Okay. You've got both of them right there together. Seven and eight.
0: Let's
4: go. So. Finger
3: guns. All right. Finger guns. All right. That's the top 10 for the week. If Rodimus oh doesn't like God. it, he can edit it out and we'll come back and re-record it.
2: No, no, that was <laughs> perfect. That was, we don't we don't re-record nothing. <laughs>
3: no, God, really God in. Good luck, good luck with this, Rodimus. We love you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Should be pretty um, easy. Outside of that, guys, that's all I got. Yeah. That night.
1: Um, I mean, I, the only other thing I would throw out there is we have a Discord, we have a clan. If you want to join it, just ask one of us. We'll hook you up.
3: Yeah, yeah, yep. and if uh, if you can't find us, um, look in the Outsector sector discords or search a uh, space mafia discord or uh, reach out directly to us.
1: Mm-hmm. GDC, TGH, BBL, PTP, ABC, X- NBC, XYZ,
3: C- uh, CBS, CBS MSNBC. Um, yeah, we are. Um, the, we, we are the out misfit. there. Listen, we're the yeah.
5: misfit syndicate. On bungee.net.
3: That's Mm -hmm. right. That's right. Reach out to us anywhere. Um,
2: But yeah. That is it, ladies and gentlemen. That is episode two in the books. Now, Rodimus, cue that outro music.
3: Breakfast, basically breakfast, and What's now if we're talking, going on in here, breakfast. but see, breakfast is going on here. But if we're talking <laughs> pancakes, have y'all had the tres leche pancakes from hop?
2: Yes, holy bro. yes, bro. So slept on. People are like, "What's the tres leche?" No, give me give me the regular or give me blueberry. You're like, no.
3: Well, you remember IHOP changed their logo for a hot minute. Yeah, was, uh Yeah, we had burgers. About the burgers. ATF hit the floor. That's the son
1: of the police. What?
2: See, they're they're the ones that I'm more worried about. Is the ATF? Not the FBI. The FBI, the ATF are here. Hit the floor. All right. Let the bears hit the floor.
3: Let the did bears hit the floor. Did y'all actually listen? That's the sound bite. <laughs> uh, did y'all actually Let listen the to bears that intro
0: the- posted? Roar! <laughs> okay, I'm done.